So, here we are again, Chris, Living Room 101. Oh, yeah. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> and do you know what? It's a special uh, It's a special um, episode, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Have we, have we got a... We don't have another special celebrity guest, do we? <laughs> <laughs> we have someone patched in from, uh, I believe, the other side of the world. Patched in. That is... Yeah. Patched in. That I is patched in. <laughs> Welcome, uh, David Hughes. Thanks, Tom. David. David Hughes from the internet. David Hughes off of the internet. Hi, Tom. Hi, Chris. Hi, Hi David. How, Hello. How's things? It's really shit. What? We're not allowed outside. Uh, actually, I think it's a bit better than than you guys have it. But other than that, uh, it's 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 yeah. just cold now. It's cold. You guys get is summer, it? and it's yeah, start to get cold here. But what yeah, is what is cold? I mean, what are we looking at? I don't know because everyone's got different. I I don't understand degrees. I, I don't know. It's no. It's like summer here is forty at its hottest, and I know that that's hot, but mm. I don't know what that means mm. to Americans. Is that like a hundred and something? There's a rule. It's yeah. well There's hot. a rule. It's, it's well. But hot. I think the rule is you just punch it into Google and find out what the conversion is, and I don't know how to do it off the top of my head. Right now, it's like twenty-five, so it's cold. That's not that's, cold. That's, no, that's it is. hot here. Relatively though, it's cold. <laughs> What do what do we do in England? Because I am from there, sort of. What what do we mm. what temperature do we use in England? Centigrade. Well, is that, it's the, low, same is that as... the low one or the high one? It's the low one, yeah. Okay, so it's not yeah. the oven one. It's well, it can be the oven one. Um, can it? American ovens are Fahrenheit, yeah. But um, oh. am I, I always thought that? outside was the low one and oven inside was the high one. That's how I do it. <laughs> All right, like no, but oven. I think oven for us is centigrade, isn't it? So one eighty, which everything seems to be cooked. I'm getting in more into cooking recently, yeah. and everything seems to be cooked at one eighty. If you've got a fan in there, you're not baking bread, are you? No, no, I'm not baking bread. Well, what have you been what, doing? I'm, I haven't gone mad. But, but what what are we talking? You made tacos. Well, I say I'm not baking bread, but there's breadcrumbs in my uh, two recipes that I've started. It's not tacos. It's uh, it's uh, cashew and mushroom loaf. No, 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 no. Let me just stop you there. That, that sounds awful. It was delicious, but it had a lot like of breadcrumbs in. So, so in a way, in a way, I have been baking bread. But you so. and Mel are not vegetarian. Well, you don't have to be vegetarian to eat something without meat in it. Well... Yeah, but that's not. We're not talking. Oh, we just had a, you know, we had a, a, a light pasta with spinach. I mean, and a cashew and what something loaf. Well, basically, that's yeah. Because basically, I've gone from I've gone from cooking nothing, yeah, to have no culinary skills whatsoever, to being really over ambitious with what I'm trying to cook. Yeah, like a skilled vegetarian chef. Yeah, yeah. so skilled that you thought nuts and mushrooms can go together in bread. That's that's mental. Well, you know when like. You know when you're a kid and you you went to the diving pool, and you kind of worked your way up the <laughs> so diving boards. Yeah, one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you worked your way up the diving boards. Yeah. What I did was I just jumped off the top. You just went Whoa. straight to the top. Really? Yeah, yeah. No fear. Yeah. So but I really hurt my head. <laughs> um, it's just two things. It's that, and then there was <laughs> it was something quite related to it, which was um, a nut roast. So there's a nut theme. What? Mm. Yeah, that's what's been happening. Have you cooked yeah, any I meat? Know. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not a massive meat advocate or anything, but I just don't don't understand why you've gone so niche vegetarian. Mm. I know it's weird, isn't it? I don't know really either. But um <laughs> Okay. I've, well, I mean I've been be fair, you can't one. really infuse sausage into bread or anything, can you? Yeah, no. you can yeah, meat, 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 me
A sausage will be very uh, reluctant to be in there. Um, Anyway, guys, we should actually uh, get straight into it. I don't think we can, I think we're just going to have to get into it. I think straight on out the window. And do you know what? Um, I think it's guest privileges, Chris, Mm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Oh, is it really? Because I haven't thought of anything. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I would like, if possible, to put into Living Room 101 dogs. Now, yeah. before I get into this, it's not it's not necessarily dogs as a whole, but mm. it's people's over enthusiastic bullshit for dogs. Mm. Just the popularization of dogs, in particular on yeah. the internet and on social media. I want all of that to fuck off forever. Yeah, we just go back to when dogs were just normal. They were just you just had a dog in the house. Yeah, I'd like to go yeah. back to that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty much on board with this. Like, why have dogs got special privileges in the animal world, right? In the pet world, domesticated animals. I don't mind a dog, but I don't, I, I feel like dogs are getting too much privilege. And people are also doing that thing where they really crave a dog for some reason. And I just feel like, nah, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's too much trouble, honestly. But David, are you actually saying... Dogs per se, or are you saying all the stuff that people are talking about on social media about about them? I, I'm I'm basically going for the popularization of dogs. I, I do. are you anti? Are you anti dog? No, I've got three dogs, Tom. They're your pro dog. That's what I was saying, Chris. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm David's pro dog. Well, yeah, I'm neutral. They're just dogs. They're just animals. I love I love animals. I've got I've got two cats and three dogs. That doesn't mean I love every animal, obviously, but I I don't have every animal. But I I do like dogs. I think they're great. But they're just they're just great. They're not like mm. better than children and better than people or, or you know I that stuff that's mm. just so fucking in everyone. Well, it's in my face all the time. How much? Slightly, have you- yeah, there's a thing that slightly gets me where it's just like I I now. I like animals. I seriously indulged. Me and my brothers as children, we had loads of pets. My little brother had a snake, um, which is pretty illustrative. Um, but <laughs> I, I, the, like, I would. He was a good artist. You what? Sorry, sorry, nothing. <laughs> um, but it's just like, all these wavy lines. Sorry, sorry, uh, Chris. <laughs> I am. Um, I like animals, but I would never give to an animal charity over a human one. Thank you. Right? It's just like uh, you know, uh, like I'm. I'm not saying animal charity. Uh, animal charities are great, and I'm sure you know they do loads of good work. I'm sure they do. Wouldn't want to poo poo on that. But I would always give money first to, to charities for humans. Well, I think that. Um, do you remember that Amnesty International campaign, Save the Human? Yes. No. I think that was that was sort of like hitting the, what you're saying, Chris, on the head, wasn't it? About I think using using animal charity language to apply to human beings, mm. and I think that was their point behind that campaign, wasn't it? That yes, there's all this generosity, like people leaving all this kind of money and wills, which is fine, you know, mm. um, you could do that to to their pets. But um, I think the point Amnesty were trying to make there was. Um, shouldn't we be trying to save the human as well? Mm, um, mm. But um, David, have you got like examples of this? Can you give us? Have you like you're saying you're seeing it yeah. a lot on social media? Oh, absolutely. So can you so give us if you just what kind just of stuff? Go on the internet <laughs> and look at anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's obviously there's there's you know social media, especially there's accounts that are just dedicated to it. 
you know, things like, I feel bad saying this because I know the guy and I do like him, but uh, the we the we rate dogs things, that's like one of the most popular things on the fucking internet. And it's great. Again, dogs are great. They're good. But I don't, I, I don't see why they're used now to elevate everybody's, you know, social media clout for one thing. But but why? Mm. What is the fuss about them? They're just they're just another animal, and they're great because all animals are. But they are just another animal. But suddenly we we want to pretend that they're the most incredible things in the world. It, it was, <laughs> have you hit on something there though? Is it because they've gained some kind of social media traction that, that it, it's kind of snowballing now that people know that dogs get you a bit of attention? So it it's is. really it's exactly what it is. Up. Yeah, dogs, 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 dogs. No, no one's doing up. it with. No one's doing it with uh, pictures of pigeons. <laughs> no, no, it's all the same. It's all the same shit. But no one really cares about that. It's, it's just dogs. I mean, there are pigeon fanciers, aren't there? The people who like have that re- have that relationship with pigeons. Well, oh, there the, are some um, real fancy pigeons out there, aren't there? Yeah, there are. That's true. They're coming. I mean, some. I saw one the other day. What gets what? What really sort of like <laughs> confuses me about pigeons is like when you get a light coloured one. <laughs> Like what? At what line does a pigeon become a dove? Oh, I don't know the difference. Dove? Well, dove's just fully white pigeon. That's all it is. It's Are you sure about that? Is that what it is? Yeah, certain about it. So it's not a different species of bird. <laughs> of course, it is. Um, but there was <laughs> it, there's a cafe near Tom's mum. I don't know if you heard the previous episode, but where you can buy a photograph of a pigeon, can't you? He's he's there's this photographer and he's taken some photographs and he's gone to the trouble of blowing them up like probably uh well i mean i guess they're four square feet like the the you know mm. the size of these pictures um and there's pictures of there's a cow that you can't see the head of the cow it's just like the back of it over a dry stone wall that's one of them there's another one which is a tank with like a bmx hanging off the turret um rusting tank and then the third one is just a massive pigeon yeah and Hold they're on, all for it, sale it, it, some somebody wants to buy a picture of a cow's ass. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy it. Well, he, thinks, he thinks someone does. Yeah. He thinks someone does, though, doesn't he? Because he's he's got a price tag on it and everything. They're about like eighty quid. They're always very overpriced, though. So we, we have them here yeah, a lot yeah. in little cafes and sort of you know small smaller restaurants. will have local artwork up on the wall, and it'll be a picture <laughs> of a spoon, and it's like six hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. We um. Mm. Don't you love it though, right? When you go to the countryside and then you see what is just a regular pigeon, but it's a really healthy one, like quite a chubby one. It's still got its feet like totally intact. Why That's a wood get, pigeon though, isn't it? Why do their feet get like that? Why the do feet. their feet? Why do their toes just suddenly fucking fall off and they get oh, these big like tumors on their on their beaks and stuff? What's all that about? It's probably the I don't diet. Know, yeah, probably really. It's the diet. diet. It's. I don't is that know, just, it's just a chewing of... gum and cigarette diet? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> maybe it's just mange. Hmm. I, w- I was doing this film shoot the other week, and um, one of the actors said to me, have you ever seen a ba- baby pigeon? <laughs> to me. And um, I said, no, I haven't. And and then she just went, disgusting. <laughs> that you haven't seen one? That's the disgusting part? Or disgusting is in a baby pigeon is disgusting? <laughs> Well, from further uh, probing of the uh, of the subject, I found out it was disgusting the sight of a baby pigeon. 
yeah. Uh, not not the fact I'd never seen one, but I I was I was in two minds myself. I was confused. To all start of them with. are though. All all, but, all baby birds, all little chicks are disgusting. They just they don't have feathers or anything, and they've got these big beady eyes, and they just they sick all over themselves all the time. They're gross. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen I mean, a baby uh, a baby echidna? No. Uh, they are well worth checking out. They're called echidna puggles, I think. Um, yeah, my niece is very into them, and they are well worth looking up. Echidna puggles. We should, what is it? Um, it's it's a baby echidna, but they're just very special looking. Do you know what an echidna? Okay. Is? So I don't. I don't. This I'm is the thing. As you're as you're saying echidna, I'm thinking I don't know what the difference <laughs> between an echidna and a hedgehog is. <laughs> I don't know what the difference between echidna and echinacea is. <laughs> <laughs> echidna an echidna looks a bit like an anteater okay so is a hedgehog an echidna um, we could put it on our instagram but we our instagram is the crappest profile on instagram you say um that dogs aren't special but they're they can't even eat chocolate they're not special <laughs> no that's true don't give it chocolate they're it's poisonous isn't it i think it's poisonous to, dog, to some yeah. of them in like certain quantities but it's still stupid but then the thing about a dog is it's been domesticated with the human over thousands of years. Like in caves, they found sort of human footprints with dog prints by the side. So they know that d- dogs have been domesticated for since prehistoric times. Ah, well, they can't know um, that just from footprints because that dog could have gone up to the human and, and eaten it and then left. Or, true, true. Or it could have been just there on the day out that mm. the archaeologists were there. That's true and, as well, uh, yeah. Yeah. And just was like knocking about in recent times. Also, how but, do um, you know that the dog wasn't the artist? What I mean, how do you what know artist? that the dog wasn't making the art, and then it had no? It's just footprints the in the oh. in the clay. Footprints in the clay. Actual footprints. Oh, I not you meant it was like a cave painting, and that there was a no, dog no. print on it. No, it wasn't a cave painting. It was it was actually in the clay. But um, the oh. thing about like so the the dogs always have a runt of the litter, and they reckon the way it became domesticated was that. The runt of the litter in the dogs would ta- uh, attach itself to um, the sort of group of humans that were always like moving around at the time, and it would attach itself and bring food to the group of humans, and the humans would feed it in return, and that's how it got domesticated. So, I don't know of any other animals that that's happened with. But even that's pretty stupid. Why would a dog bring humans food just so it could get some food? See, they're they're thick. That's so dumb. Should, just it, eat, eat the food you've got yourself. Food. But it might have wanted the company. Maybe. You know. So social media, the social media kind of fuss over dogs. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I'm on board with it. I, I mean, I, my family are farmers from Teesdale, and like a dog was quite functional, you know what I mean? Really? And they, How yeah. How back are your family's farmers? And my dad's dad. Oh, cool. Grew up on a farm, yeah. But, um, so they would, the dog would be kept outside and it would be uh, used for rounding up sheep like in a very useful manner, you know. Mm. Um, and I guess we've moved quite far away from that in certain circles, haven't we, to yeah, sort of put in bows, now, and, now bows in the head. Like beds and hats and, and all that sort of crap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, once in a while it's fine, but it's like a lot of these things on Living Room 101. It's just it like accumulates into, into a thing that needs to go. Like you'll, you'll see somebody who just you know tweets like i don't know random jokes or whatever and then they'll tweet a picture of their dog look at my doggo and it gets like 50 million likes now it's not Ah. the likes that i'm envious of i don't care about that it's just the fact that i know that they're just using that dog to make themselves popular because everybody Mm. likes dogs it's quite exploitative of the dog actually isn't it it is 
Because the dog, the dog's in, dog. The, the dog's ashamed in a way, isn't he? He's he like, should be. Oh, the dog shoot. should be ashamed. No. Yeah. Um, but he can't do. He can't do anything about it. In fact, I, just, this, I wasn't even thinking of this, but there was a, I don't know if it's here actually, or if it's a, a famous thing worldwide, but there was a dog, a pug that had like millions of followers or followers on social media on like Instagram or something. I think he's dead actually. I think oh, no. he died recently. Was it Doug the pug or something like that? Or hmm. there was a, there was de- it was definitely a pug and it was a dog that was like super fucking famous and had, mm. You know, it would go to like hotels or whatever and have pictures of itself with, you know, I don't know, fucking bones or whatever. I don't know what they, I can't really remember, but it was very, very popular. Mm. Millions of followers. See, that's the kind of thing in real life. If you meet a dog like that, then (laughs) I quite like it. Like there was a, there was a, there was a woman um, that used to live near me in, in London and she had a dog and she was, it was quite funny. Like on her answer phone, she would like, she was like, this is, you know, so-and-so and and harry and you know you can leave a message for either of us and then on his birthday she would take him to gourmet burger kitchen and he would have a burger see that that no 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 but it like in that context (laughs) it was funny she was quite an eccentric like really thin old lady and it was all quite funny but if harry had had an instagram page it would have been nauseating yeah because he was just doing it in his own life it was it was great i I mean i'm a a big harry fan but yeah you're right i was I was thinking more of the the social media aspect of that kind of thing, but you're right. If yeah. Doing that for yourself or doing it for your dog, that's fine. It's the uh, yeah, the exploitiveness yeah. of it. It's, yeah. it's pretty yeah. nauseating. Yeah. I'll, um, so what what are we actually putting in here? We're, we're, like we, we obviously we can't put in dogs. I mean, my we're not putting dogs in. Dog and, but I'm putting know. everything else around them. Yeah. Okay. Dogs on social media. Should we just go for that? Yeah. Basically, dogs on social media. <laughs> I quite like that whole. Um, crop of dog photos where they're like really high up in a bush or something. I haven't Have you seen, seen that? that? No. Do- sorry, okay. dogs high up, high up in a bush. Yeah, there's like there was a whole load of photos where dogs have got themselves in really weird positions, um, and one of them, which I laughed, I laughed at probably for about an hour afterwards. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was, was this dog uh, was re- <laughs> it was like. It's like a privet hedge, and the dog, the dog, just it was just the dog's head coming out. The it wasn't the middle of the hedge; it was like right near the top of this massive privet hedge, and uh, <laughs> and that was funny. No, this is so dumb because I quite want to see that. Yeah, I yeah. want to see that too. I want I, initially. I was, I was trying oh. to be quite dismissive of it, but it actually sounds quite funny. But it I was funny. I suppose that if if the saturation wasn't so intense, if like if yeah. all of the content wasn't fucking dog related. Then I'd yeah. happily see, you know, look at stuff like that and probably even follow a couple of them. Okay. It's yeah. The yeah. Fact yeah. That it's, fuck it. it's so ubiquitous. It's just. Oh. Okay. So why don't we allow three social media profiles for dogs? Straight. No, we can't have a whole profile for the. That's what we've got to get rid of, isn't it? Actual, just yeah. whole profiles for dogs. We, mm. we, we can allow, like, the odd posting of a dog high up in a hedge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to keep that. That's got to be kept it's in. Like it? goat I mean, in trees. Yeah, what? but it, but it needs that. to come Goes from someone food. who's not just not just posting about dogs all the time as well. That's what, that, right. that's what I, that I needs think, to come from. But they're always, oh, but David, that, they're always from people who are like you know non non dog posters. That's the good thing that, about those. Yeah, ones. that's fantastic. I like mm. that. It's good that. Isn't it? yeah. go How on, about go on, social Chris. media profiles uh, allowed one percent of their content to be dog related? That is a brilliant rule. <laughs> I just think like. Any dog content on the social media has got to be really funny. That's going to be la- make you laugh yeah. for about an hour. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's if the only dog content that's allowed. If, if a dog if in a hedge made you laugh for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't make every viewer laugh out loud for one hour, it, it, it's, it's removed from the internet. Yeah, and yeah, kind of be cumulative because I think... And the dog on, in David. the picture has to be put down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's if the it, risk oh, you take. It didn't make no, you laugh for fair. one hour. Yeah. The dog in that picture has to be put to sleep. I think. Oh, you've fair. introduced a real cruel note there. <laughs> He's not very. I don't know whether I'm on board yeah. with this now. He's not very cruel, Tom. Oh. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear there's just this faint click as David like leaves the podcast. <laughs> I'm not staying around this non cruel environment. Um, but you say you, you like animals all equally as well, David. Um, You've only, but you've got three dogs and two cats. <laughs> yeah, I know the balance. Well, my, that's my wife's. Did fault. you have one put down? Uh, we've actually had two put down. <laughs> oh no! Uh, we had two put down quite recently. Because what uh, two cats? No, two dogs put down quite recently because they're just really annoying. Um, <laughs> no, they were very old. They were very old. They were my wife's my wife's dogs before I met her, and that was the thing. We had five dogs. Five dogs is too many. And I will tell you what, that's that probably plays a big part in my cynicism. Having five yeah. dogs will really make you not want five dogs. You've reached peak dog, and then I've all the social media stuff is like this. I mean, if you're posting a dog on onto social media, it has to be making someone laugh for at least an hour. That can be cumulative as well, like the other times that they think about it in the future. Yeah. So um, the whole time or, they cumulatively. Well, I want to put a time period on that. Well, if I it do does, too, it's got, we, need know, we need to know when yeah. to put the dog down. If there's been a. <laughs> it's got to it's got to make you laugh for an hour it can it can accumulate but it has to be over one week okay yeah 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 and i'm not doing the put down i'm not doing the put down thing i'm not doing that what if it gets like hit hit by a car or something by like you know chance and i'm driving well we'd have to like we'd have to go find it wouldn't we in the car (laughs) oh so you're on board with that (laughs) no i'm not doing that i'm not doing that i don't have a car so how can I do it? Okay, I'd have to go around my my um my in laws and try and borrow their car. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really awkward conversation. Yeah, can I just borrow your car for like I don't know a couple of hours? Maybe there's a dog in Rochester that I really don't like. <laughs> yeah, Rochester, nice specific Kent location you chose. Yeah, I, d- I don't know why that came in. I could get there in a couple of hours from their place. Um, but it you seem perfect. you seem to be uh, suggesting that your in laws don't listen to Living Room One Hundred and One. Um, heaven forfend <laughs> that that's the case, but um, I suspect it is. So, yeah, so we've got a bit of a time period. We're not doing the putting down thing. Um, and Oh, can I give I it think, a chocolate I, then? <laughs> <laughs> well, and just, just on the on the off chance, it might, it might die. I'll give it <laughs> a fuck ton of chocolate. That's the rule. If you don't, if you decide to put your dog on the internet and it doesn't make someone laugh, everyone laugh for an hour over a period of a week, then you have to feed it some chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm not on board with that. No, oh, no, nope. no, no. <laughs> Right. Apart from that, it's going in. Apart from the definitely. dying bit, it's going in, yeah? Yeah. 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 Excellent. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Tom, do you want to go or, or shall I? I just want to, um, David. Have you, do you feel like a bit of a release from that? Um, that some of that's gone in. Not all of it went in, did it? But some of it did. No, not all of it. But it, I, I mean, I expected to just get it all thrown out completely because it is dogs, and I, you know, I didn't know mm. that that you were going to be as uh, kind-hearted as to not have mm. them killed. But I also was kind of expecting you to, um, you know, to put up a fight for them, and you didn't. You both just bowled over, and I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. 
Uh, well, our tummy's tickled. Um, <laughs> Chris, um, are we? Um, are you going next? Yeah. Um, so I, this is. I mean, it's it's a bit of a younger brother to Brad Pitt eating in films. Um, it's another actor related beef I have, and again, it's not something that initially really got to me too much, but it's something that I, I think we're going to have to regulate. And it's actors playing their own twins. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm not. I'm not cool about it anymore. When I the original Parent Trap with Haley Mills, I was all over. Still am. Still yeah. great. Great film. And I can accept that Lindsay Lohan in that one. You know, that's that's supposed to be good. I, I kind of accept that. Um, and there are kind of like twin swap things in the 80s. There was one with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin, which I remember was, that was really fun. I was cool with that. But recently, I mean, a friend of mine was saying the other day, he'd been watching The Juice, the new David Simon. Obviously, I love David Simon. Who who doesn't love The Wire? But I was just like, I, James Franco playing twins. I just don't think I can engage with that, can I? I mean, it's it can be quite difficult to engage with James Franco at the best of time, but playing his own twin, I don't think so. Um, mm. And it's just Tilda Swinton's done it twice. In, <laughs> in Hail Caesar and then again in Okja. I th- well, I wow. Does she play her own sister in Okja? I'm not sure if she's her own twin, but oh, I think she is. So, you know, if Tilda Swinton's done it twice, it's happening too often. Yeah, um, that's that's a lot of playing your own twins. Isn't it? That's... <laughs> Actually, playing four four twins, you know. Yeah, um, you Fargo, become... Fargo. Like I really loved the first series of Fargo. Um, I actually didn't watch the second one, but the third series I watched a bit of. But it was Ewan McGregor playing twins. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't engage with that. Mm. Have you seen Moon with Sam Rockwell? Yeah, that's different, though, isn't it? Okay, I was just checking because I love that. <laughs> and I know he's not a twin, but he is a clone. Uh, yeah. Are we allowing that? Is that, that that's clone, not at risk here, yeah. is it? No, clone I'm I'm fine with. I'm fine okay. with. I don't I'm not really sure why. <laughs> I think I uh, no, hang on, I do know why. I do know why. It's because clones you're just supposed to be playing exactly the same person. What uh, doesn't you know, bear with me. I think with twins there's a real thing that happens where I sense the actors loving the opportunity to show off about how different the twins are. Like one is very often a bit like down at heel and then the twin has done really well for himself. So they're playing like two. Yeah, that's as well. Oh, he's, he plays, he plays the, like the expiring version of himself. And then he plays the, um, you know the new clone. But I do think that there's a there's a difference because I think that um, what you're hitting on there, Chris, about um, the actor sort of reveling in playing the down at heel one. Mm. The thing that gets me about it is that um, they never make them look different. But they're identical twins. No, but like visually, like physically, physically, yeah. Mm. They so have you seen Twin on uh, BBC Four? No. No. Okay, so there's oh, this, this new, mm, yeah, relatively new series. It was, it was on recently. Mm. Norwegian. It's a Norwegian uh, drama. And, um, yeah, and so there's this actor from Game of Thrones who plays his twin, and he he has this nose injury, which I've got the same nose injury, um, which is basically if you get hit on the nose, like the bridge of your nose, it kind of flattens out. 
and he has that as well in this and but his twin has it as well and so like you're going uh. that is just totally unreal because like there's no way that those two people had the same nose injury um do you, do think you know what anyone I mean? that like, didn't have that nose injury would notice though or do you, well do you think it's just you know they're identical physically like twins identical twins have especially when they're older have like some kind of physical traits and often it is scars or it's like a, an injury or something that makes them physically slightly different mm-hmm. you get to know a twin better That's even when they're really really similar you 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 can pick up on that uh, but like nobody bothers nobody bothers they just say oh we're just banging the same actor which is f- fine do that bang in the same actor but try just do a little bit of work on making them just a little bit physically different you know make one um, of them like a foot shorter <laughs> yeah I, I think i think well i've got a couple of points here one is that i i'll accept it if they cast an unknown and i'm not sure it's a bit like the social network i remember then that was the first thing i ever saw army hammer in and i wasn't sure at that point if it was twins or if it was the same guy and so that was fine it didn't get in the way but when i know it's you and mcgregor playing too i can't see himself talking to himself on screen and not be thinking oh how are they doing that technically you know it just really oh, yeah. gets in the way and it's annoying and the other thing yeah. to say is i think the sam rockwell point i've had a, a moment to consider this i think i accept i'd accept sam rockwell because i like him so much as an actor because mm. um doing my extensive research as i always do for living room 101 ofs of course i was looking it up and apparently mark ruffalo's doing it in an hbo series um, and I'm kind of fine with that because again, like Mark Ruffalo, I'll just, I'll let him do anything. I'll just watch anything because it's Mark Ruffalo. Um, and also like the images from that, he does actually look very different, uh, as the, as the twins. I'm like, okay, I- I'm going to give Ruffalo a chance, right? If yeah. Daniel Day Lewis wants to play twins, I'll give that a go. But you see, I don't think Daniel Day Lewis would. I think he'd be like, hmm gimmicky no sorry also i've retired i said publicly i retired so don't don't come to me with these offers but yeah. um yeah why do people keep knocking on his door <laughs> well you just got to try haven't you everyone knows yeah you got to keep trying it's like gangs of new yeah. york they had to seriously try scorsese and dicaprio had to go and like find him he was working as a cobbler in you know Ravenna <laughs> or something you know you got to really try yeah. um but it's worth it how, how many times has he come back from retirement i think he t- comes back every time doesn't he you know, yeah. like, nah, nah, nah. I think it just sort of annoys him that people, like, as brilliant as Paul Thomas Anderson just keep coming at him. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, no, I'm not doing anything. It's like, well, Martin Scorsese's got this, like, brilliant role for you. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so you, what, what are you allowing there, Chris? You're saying that <laughs> if it's a good actor, Ruffalo, then you, you're fine with it. Uh, um, I'm going to allow it. For, hang on, but how do, how do we measure this? You know? Is it like, is your is one of your grievances with this? Is it the screen time that the actor's getting? Is it like an ego? <laughs> do they thing? get paid more money? Do you think? I was just thinking that. Do they get paid for two parts? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. If I was their agent, I'd be going, "Come on, it's like double, double the double the work, isn't it?" Yeah. <laughs> um, we just don't have the expertise for no, the answer no, to that. No, no, no. no. So, so your caveat, Chris, going back to that, is that. Um, if they're if they're a good actor, then you're okay with it. I'll tell you what my caveat is. Um, what I would like is if it's now, I accept that twins are going to crop up in stories. They're useful for story twins, you know. So I accept that, right? So my rule is either you cast twin actors, 
Because they must be like, you know, there are twin actors. There must be there must be two or three pairs of really good actor twins in the world. So, you know, either use them, they're not they're not getting, you know, represented properly. Or you have to come personally to me and I'll say if the actor's all right. Or I'll cast the role. <laughs> yeah. They have to run it by you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough, isn't it? I'll be like, reckon, David? I I think um as long as Sam Rockwell is safe. Yeah, fuck it off. <laughs> okay, so, okay, I'll give you a list right now. Here's who's allowed to play twins. This isn't going to be extensive, but <laughs> Ruffalo, yeah. fine. Sam Rockwell, yeah. absolutely fine. Meryl Streep, no problem. Daniel Day-Lewis, that's fine. Um, G- give me give me five that definitely can't. You and McGregor, no more twins. Um, okay. Tilda can't have any more Tilda's twins. Tilda's absolutely that's getting had a Phil and Falco. Yeah. Definitely not. Falco? Franco? James Franco. <laughs> Falco. Edie Falco. Edie Falco. She can go on the list who can. Okay. Um, oh. Christian Slater. What about Falco? No. Falco, that um, 1980s uh, pop star, Falco. Uh, no, no. Definitely he not. He can't, can he? I was say, before, isn't it? I was going to say he can, but then I realised I didn't know if it was a man or a woman. Um, <laughs> I think, I don't know either. I think it's a man though, isn't it? But I get mixed up with a one with a big red codpiece. <laughs> it was that um word up you know that song word up yeah, wasn't it yeah, yeah. sing sing the whole song and i'll know <laughs> you're real cool um i can't sing it you know what i mean it's one word though isn't it that's why i'm getting it mixed up um anyway he can't with a big he can't no definitely not who falco mm. that's four what's who's your fifth um, what who, who definitely cannot i would yeah. not i would not like to see Jake Gyllenhaal try that. Um, anyway, I mean, can, you know, can Will I, Smith listen, be on the list? I don't want to Will see Smith, Will Smith play. Definitely time. not. Definitely not. Thank you. Here, I'll give you another one. Who? Ooh. I don't want to see um, Robert Downey Jr. playing. Twins. No, no I don't want to see Robert way. Downey Jr. do anything. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't mind Robert Downey Jr., but there's no way in hell he's allowed to play twins. No, no, no. He no. can't play twins. No. There's he, no way he can. I, I mean, he definitely will have done. There's no way Robert Downey Jr. hasn't played twins, but um, yeah. not happening. <laughs> what, about, what about Brad Pitt? And one of them eats in every scene and the other one doesn't. Wow. Wow. Uh, you see, I, I'm not sure that. That's possible. Just Although, hang on, did it. we put it in last time? So I think it... I'm not sure that's yeah, possible now. Well, that's not possible. Oh, okay, then. yeah, it doesn't exist. No, no. No, it doesn't exist. But interesting, really good one. <laughs> so are we putting in then, um, David, we need to decide, are we putting in this list then, Chris's list? Yeah, The definitely. Chris list. Um, so that's, that's going in. Oh. And then do we need to sort of like put it, anything attached to that, that it's something to do with... Um, the physicality of it, where you know, just at least if you're going to do it, make them look a little bit different. No, 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 be- no, no, don't let no, no I think, don't. as Chris said, it just has to be he's the casting director from now on for everything. Oh, okay, yeah, that goes in with it then, yeah. But Chris, yeah. so anybody who's going to do it has to get in touch with uh, Chris Adlington, yeah, they can uh, get me on Twitter, yeah, fame, yeah, um, or 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 as I say, cast real twins, that's fine too. Should I give it a go? Is that, hang on, has it gone in? It's gone in. Yeah. Oh, yeah God, that's in. a relief. That is a se- honestly a relief. I cannot Feel wait good. to start casting twins. Um, yeah, so mine have become quite uh, domesticated because we're all indoors. And um, what I'd like to put into Living Room 101 is uh, 
washing a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, go on. It's like it's the most annoying thing that I've it's had impossible. to do. Yeah. yeah, because like there's so many things that are annoying about it. <laughs> and I was at the sink the other day, and I was just thinking, why am I doing this? This is absolutely excruciatingly annoying. Well, you're doing it. Um, you need a clean sieve. Well, Mel always says, just put it in the dishwasher, oh, yeah? Hmm. But then that's a whole other thing that I want to talk about in a second. But basically, washing a sieve. So if you're doing it at the sink, you have a, like a really – we've got one of them taps that like is quite powerful. And like so the water comes out really fast. And so you've, you've the volume of water that you're using to wash a sieve, because you're having to get that volume to hit the little grains that are left in the little tiny bit of – between the wire, you know, mm. the little grains of vegetable or whatever it is. Mm. And and you have to hit with that torrent of water every single grain, or you try and like angle the sieve to so you get water to you get water coverage mm. on the, on the most like surface area, and that that's annoying because you you never can get it. So and then you get bits under the rim of the sieve, and then the, then you come to think of why don't I just put this into the dishwasher? Because you know like, it won't often, clean properly. Well, you know yeah. it won't clean properly for a start, and then. But you're halfway through doing it at the tap, so you think, well, I've spent this amount of time doing it at the tap so that I might as well continue with the, the tap thing. So you get the little scraper, and you're trying to scrape out the little bits of vegetable what do you mean from the, the wire. What do you mean the little scraper? That thing that you have, like you must have one as well, where it's <laughs> it's where the handle the handle the is made up have. of the washing up liquid. Oh, I yeah? love and that. And you put it in the handle, yeah. oh, and then that goes through the yeah. sponge. Yeah, so that sponge scraper thing. Yeah. And you're having a go at that. And then the, and then because it's a metal sieve, obviously the, the the bottom of that scraper becomes all kind of tangled and knackered and, mm. and fibres. So you're actually dirty in the sieve by using that because fibres of the scrapey bit get caught in the sieve wire. Mm. Yeah. And, so, and then and then you're soaping up and you're trying to wash then, – then you're trying to wash the soap off. <laughs> There's another stage because you're washing the soap out of the little tiny – little gaps yeah and then you're sort of shaking it trying to shake out the little bits of veg that are caught in there and you've you've been there ages and then you think right dishwasher and you think but i've i'm now going to use all the all the water in the dishwasher to get it washed <laughs> and then and the relating thing to this is the fact that i used to wash up like in a hotel so i'm used to washing up like lots of plates so i often just my default washing up thing if a plate's dirty, is go to the sink, yeah? And Mel's always like, oh, just put it in the dishwasher. Mm. But I'm like, I go to the sink. It's my, my, my go-to. It's my first state port of call, if you like, in yeah. the process. Yeah. And, but I'll often catch myself, have to catch myself and go, I'm not a plongeur anymore. I have to go, I have to put this in the, I own a dishwasher. Um, and, but I've oh, got halfway through the stage, yeah? Can I, so there's that. Can I well, stop you for just a second there? You're, what? You're not a plongeur. Yeah, that, this, that was the name of the that was the job that I had. This was when you were a seasonaire. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I just instantly so I went, well, that's a word I don't know. I'm just going to leave that. <laughs> Contextually, I get it. But I just don't yeah. know. Plonger. Plonger. That's wow. what they call them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but right. anyway, so we're doing that. And then, and so now, and I want to ask you guys a question, which is do you use your dishwasher because you think that? the dishwasher is going to get the plates more clean, like effectively more clean than you washing them up yourselves? Or do you use the dishwasher purely as a labour-saving device? <laughs> well, it's funny because if you don't have a dishwasher, the, the washing up and the drying, that's obviously the chore. But when you do have a dishwasher, the chore becomes loading it and unloading it. It becomes equally mm. as mundane and, and just fucking annoying as... Chawful. Yeah. 
as washing and and uh, and drying and putting away. Um, so I actually yeah. hate hate both with a passion. But yeah. I do use the dishwasher um, as a. I just think it will get it cleaner than I will because I'm not. Yeah, because I, 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 I don't. I don't trust the dishwasher at all. I mean, I, I'm, I'm quite an advocate of um, you know you got some egg on there or something. You got to do the pre rinse, and then sometimes well, it yes. just makes a mockery of the whole thing. You're like, well, I've half washed well, that's it, it now. That's the whole point because like you're there doing a pre rinse. A lot of people do the pre rinse. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that happen a lot. You've got to and, do the pre rinse, <laughs> but that's just washing a plate. Like one more scrape of the scraper, and you've washed that plate. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 but one less scrape of the scraper and i can still put it in a dishwasher and not have to worry about it for like an hour <laughs> yeah 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 i um i mean i'm caught between two stools about like whether it's purely a labor saving device or it's getting them more clean so it's a bit of both but uh for me it's like i, th- I think it's just yeah. a laziness thing because i'm pretty fucking lazy also i I don't, I don't know about you but my my wife stacks it incorrectly I think everyone has a partner that doesn't stack it the right way. In particular, if you have a shelf, like we have a top shelf where the cutlery goes, and she puts it on the wrong side. Mm, yeah, yeah that's, that's, very, that's very annoying. That makes me not want to load or unload it. I've got yeah. um, a point to make about the sieve in general. Sometimes these things, I just think, do we even, I mean, you know my tendencies, but do we really need sieves? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do need to get one. I've noticed because I've started cooking things. Oh, of course, you need it for He your, needs, he needs it for his, his mushroom and peanut bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what about colanders? Isn't that enough? Colanders not the same as a sieve. Colanders slat, often slatted, isn't it? Mm. What? Is it? Um, it's more, it. more like sort of weird little grooves and things in a colander. Some, yeah. Oh, look, listen, you, listen, listen. You couldn't drain your rice in a colander. Sometimes I just think, okay, so, right. So one of my obsessions, right, on YouTube is watching Japanese masters, right? So sushi masters obsessed with. My most recent obsession is uh, soba noodle masters, right? And that's why right. it's, it's like so mesmerizing, right? Are you because, naked when you're watching it? <laughs> yeah, always. I'm always naked. Yeah. And they... Um, but he spends so long, like, making all these noodles, and he's incredible at it. But is it that much better than packing noodles, you know? Mm. Like, you got to you yeah. got to use all your devices and your massive yeah. pot. And he's got an incredible, brilliant-looking, kind of a massive sort of sieve thing that made of, like, bamboo or something. I mean, it's all incredible, but I do kind of think, yeah, but, you know, wouldn't it be easier you just to do the packing a lot one? of heartache yeah. just by buying it. Yeah, and I mean, I fully accept that the Sober Masters noodles will be quite a lot more delicious than the packet ones, but I'm not sure it's worth the effort. So, Definitely and I, I, I have this with teaspoons as well quite a lot. I kind of think if I'm just making a cup of tea for myself, I will very often eschew the teaspoon. I'll just go in there with my fingers. If the tea bag's poking up a little bit, I'll grab it, give it a little dunk, take it with my fingers mm. and put it in the bin because I think I'm not getting a spoon involved now. I'm not going to have mm. to wash that spoon in some way. Like there's no point. I don't need the spoon. Right. So you're and not, I, you're not I having sugar then? No, of course I'm not having sugar, David. No, but if you um, were, <laughs> the spoon would be integral. It would, it would yeah. accept that. But, um, but hang on, there was another <laughs> element to this. So my point Wait is, a second, Chris, did you used to stir my tea with your finger? no, I wouldn't do that. As I said, right. like only only Annie was naked. Also, like, yeah. Like sometimes I think it wasn't his finger is using. Sorry, Chris. That, go on. So, 
My point is only this. I accept that sometimes you need a sieve, but I don't think always you need a sieve. Sometimes I think it's fine to like use the lid right on top of the pot to just tip the pasta up, let all the water drain out. I don't think you always need the sieve or the colander. It's just another thing right. to wash up, isn't it? No, Chris, you, you, you do that with a saucepan lid. You're getting steam burn. Yeah, steam burn's horrendous. No, 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 but I do. Fine. I get steam. I pretty much get steam burn every day um, cause, because there's, cause those, lids, those lids are just not to hand. Do you know what I mean? That plate, Stan's plate, which is obviously too small, oh, that'll be all right. I'll just use Stan's plate. Oh, no, well, I've just, I've just burnt, third degree burn my wrist. Um, and then, but the, um, Chris, there's a running theme, David, that um, you, may, you may or may not be aware of, like, in the podcast is Chris trying to basically... <laughs> like reduce reduce his life down to just him like so i think if it was up to chris he wouldn't wear clothes um we had that one 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 week I would wear he wouldn't have anything you wouldn't have anything in the kitchen apart from one plate maybe one plate one knife one fork one spoon yeah and one um, sharp knife and like you need you need to i think chris what you need to do is like you need to like design this dojo for yourself mm. where you're just sitting there in this kind of like you know, probably like a paper, a paper suit. You know, in the center of it, yeah, um, with just nothing around you. Yeah. That's like Nirvana to you. Isn't that it? is my Basically. dream. That's my dream. Yeah, my dream. But the thing is, I, if you, I've probably said on here before, my dream is that anyone entering my living space would say to themselves, "Oh, a half Japanese, half Danish architect must live here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had that dream. It's very weird. Um, but if you didn't have a colander in your kitchen, then you couldn't get Stan, uh, my son's Stan, which he, uh, putting it on his head, which he did the other day, and called himself Frankenstan. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's good. That's true. I accept that. It wouldn't happen. I accept that. Yeah. Wouldn't happen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what should this sieve then? Going back to that. I mean, the sinks, like, I think I talked about this before, Chris, where we have this Le Creuset, I think they're called. No, they're um, Le Creuset. Le Creuset, yeah. And I got it mixed up before. No, I called it La Corbusier. <laughs> I didn't call it that, but it was it was, it was was a mixture of the two words yeah. who designed like weird um, motorway service station roofs because um, there's a La Corbusier roof on a little chef halfway up the A1. What? But anyway, there's a there's a La Creuset. Um, what's it again? Cru- La Creuset. Yeah? La Creuset, yeah. So we've got this big like sort of roasting pan thing that is – it's the weight of like almost, I mean, it's ridiculous. You pick it up with one, you can't pick it up with one hand because it knackers your wrist. But now we've had, we've got another one in, in the kitchen area, which is this very small pan. It's like an egg pan. It's small. Yeah. It's small. That pan is heavier than the Le Creusier big roasting dish thing. It, I mean, I kid you not. This thing is like made out of the heaviest material. No man. It's like a singularity of a, of a saucepan, like is it yeah. the kind of pan that Brad Pitt would eat out of? In um, he couldn't in hold that with two, one hand. You couldn't hold it with one hand. He'd, he'd have Pitt, like a Pitt couldn't hold it with one hand. Nobody can. Come it's two hand pan and it's small. And it's like an egg pan, and I'm not kidding you. It is so so dense and heavy. There must be like so much lead in it or something. I don't know. I don't know how it is so heavy. <laughs> I don't know what material it's made out of. Yeah. Do you want, do you want so that, that pan in living room on a one as well. <laughs> that's got to go i mean that's already like because i can't really because i put i don't think the others went in so i'm not going to try this with chris because i think he, he he likes them 
Um, oh, I love so anyway, a heavy this... pan. A heavy pan that will feel like it will last for a thousand years. God, that's right up my alley. Exactly. And you know what it's the equivalent of? You know in Men in Black where Will Smith gets the little gun? Yeah. Called Grasshopper. David, do you know that one? No. All right. Um, so he's got this little gun. So um, so you've got the other guy with like the big massive um, weapon that he's going to start killing aliens with. Yeah, mm. and then Moore Smith gets this tiny little thing called a grasshopper, mm. but it's but when he fires it, it it propels him across the it propels him across the field and into a car window because it's so it, it's got oh, such yeah. a kick to it. Yeah, yeah okay. that small pan is the grasshopper of the kitchen. Yeah, in what sense? it's just you, eh? <laughs> in what sense? In what sense? You go to pick it up, you think, oh, it's just a small pan, it's a oh, small egg pan. I can pick that up, <laughs> and then it just like, and then you all, and you've like. You've almost dropped it with the weight of it, you know, because it's like, and then you've got two hands on it. Go, oh, carry it to the sink. So anyway, I've got that to contend with oh. without having to wash a sieve on top of it all. So you know what, what the real what problem you... as well with washing a sieve is that you think that because the way the food sits in it, you would think that if you turned it around, the the water should push the food back in that direction. But it doesn't work that way, does it? Mm. It doesn't. So it's almost like wedged itself, hasn't it? Like, yeah. Like, it's not like I was pushing the... this broccoli through here with like great force, but for whatever reason, it's just in there. I know. I am. Um, I'm. I'm going to say something that might just send you sort of blue with rage. I don't know why blue, but um, I might. I might go. I might go red even. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get <laughs> cold rage over this. It's like it's the stage beyond red, and yeah, it's, it's like white. It's gone blue. Yeah. It's, it's like, gone blue it's with like rage. Blue flame is hotter than the red one, or something. Um... I quite like washing a sieve <laughs> with me. one of those. With one of those, you know, f- fill up the the handle with lick washing up liquid things. Scrubbers, the scrapers. I love scrapey scrape, wash, wash all over it. There's no water. Oh, there's been a little bit of water, but basically, I'm scrubbing, I'm scrubbing, and then the big douse off, the rinse, and no, I even will no. cradle it a bit with my hand, really no. get the water on there, and then see what's happened. See right. if I've got um, bits. Well, I mean, you need to go in living room one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, you say blue with rage. I'm just, I'm just blue, Chris. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I've entered a depression basically <laughs> with that comment. It's like yeah. you sat there in your dojo enjoying something like that. There's something seriously wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite you know? probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you're saying you're not going to put in this, like washing your sieve. You actually like it? Yeah, I like it. David, I, th- I want to put everything in living room one hundred and one. Uh, but I definitely yeah. want to. If I have to pick one thing from today, it's the sieve. Really? Yeah. Yes. yes. You it's think so a, watching a sieve is worse than you and McGregor playing twins? Well, yeah, because I just, I don't have to watch that, oh, but I do have to use true. a sieve. Everyone has to mm. use a sieve. That's that's. Yeah, this it. is brilliant. That's fair. Because because what's happened here, Chris, mm. is you've been outvoted. It's no, two, no. Two the problem for you. Yes. The problem, you no, the problem for you. Tom, no, there's a big problem here. You are not a judge on your own one, so it's actually one against one. And no, I am in the case of a casting vote. No, there is. There's no. Well, you cannot judge your own. <laughs> well, what's going to happen if you're not if you're not going to put it in, and he is? What's going to happen? It's not going in. Why but does negative why outweigh the positive? Deciding... <laughs> because. Listen, because it already exists. Look. No, but exactly. Living Room 101, there's a lot of responsibility with putting something in Living Room 101. It disappears forever. Like, you know, what if I've got to, you know, it's got to be, it's innocent until proven guilty. And a split jury vote is not proving it guilty. Well, well maybe I mean, people could tweet in. Question. 
Yeah. If, if on, it David. goes into living room 101, well, then what happens? Do we have do we have sieves anymore, or do we just not? have Yes, we do. Ones? We do. No, we have we have sieves, but what, washing a sieve and yeah. the annoying it disappears. How do they get cleaned? You put them in the dishwasher, and they come they just out always they clean really they clean really efficiently. Okay. Yeah. Well, if yeah, if we still have them and they're clean, then yeah, then it goes mm. in. Nah. Yeah. No. I like washing. Okay, well, we're going to have to leave that one. I'm not having it. Like, this has got to be voted on by people um, voting in. Because you oh, that's crazy talk. You've, you've, I don't know. Nobody. Husey. Husey's people out there for a big vote. But people um, out there are going to be on my side. They're not going to be enjoying washing sieves. Sorry, but they're not. If they knew my just technique. Out there, out there. If they knew my If they knew your technique, what are you talking about? Get them. Get, well, you, you you think get it covered in soap, really covered. Then you're the getting like, sluice, the big sluice. I call it. I like washing it. No, yes. I don't. I don't buy it for a second. But here's it's what I need. I need you to do, Chris, is to to film, do a little instructional video of you mm. washing a sieve. It's got to be okay. really like it has to be okay. really clean by the end of it. But I want you to make some <laughs> fucking god awful mess in there first. Yeah, and, and, and then that, put, put that on your Instagram and do a vote. Yes. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that because it'll it'll replace if it goes viral. <laughs> um, it will um, replace all the kind of dog paraphernalia that's out there. Okay, all right, I'll <laughs> yes, do it and I'll that. put it on Living Room One Hundred One's Instagram. Excellent. Brilliant. Which is on what? That, on that which, which is what, Tom? <laughs> Living Room Underscore One Hundred One. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. Right? Don't I don't know either. Know. <laughs> it is. It's that, isn't it? Living Room Underscore One Hundred One. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we should wrap that up. Thanks very much, David, for coming on our podcast. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Oh, pleasure. Yeah. Sorry that it, it ended on such a note of controversy. Well, I mean, I think Chris is just playing up. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. There's no way you enjoy yeah. washing sieves, Chris. I'm sorry. I do. I'm going to show you. No. We're going to wrap it up, so I'm going to just say um, bye-bye now. Okay. David, what are you going to say? Uh, I'm going to say goodbye, well, I'm going to say, okay, then, bye-bye. Okay, bye.